0: to the show, everybody. I'm Mark. I'm Britton. All right. So today we continued our odyssey of the Mandalorian by watching both episodes two and episode three. So let's get started. Okey Doki. All right. Um, I guess we'll give a, uh, a brief recap like we yeah. always do of what happened in the shows.
1: So where we last left off, uh, the Mandalorian uh, just had the, the shootout with the, I, I don't know, or are they just unmasked sand folk? Uh, uh, or, or are they just some kind of random lizard. F- person? I think they were lizard people. Oh, uh, well, anyway, he he fought and killed them, and then got baby Yoda.
0: Yeah, and then some extra lizard folk showed up, um, and tried to get the baby Yoda from him.
1: Uh, this is in the this is the episodes we're watching. Yeah, now. yeah,
0: and um, and he didn't let them take the baby Yoda from him, and then some Jawas took. His uh, the parts of his ship, so he couldn't take the baby Yoda off the planet, and then he fought the Jawas, and the Jawas beat him, and he... by throwing junk. Yeah, by throwing by, trash on yeah. him like uh, like he was the Green Goblin. <laughs> you mess with one Jawa, you mess with all of us, pal. And so him and Nick Nolte have to go and like do a, uh, I guess kind of like a peace agreement with the Jawas yeah. to get his stuff back.
1: Well, it was it was more like a, some kind of bargaining. Yeah. yeah, Like a, a not even a bargaining, like a, a, uh,
0: was bartering. Yeah, and they're like, alright, um, if you get us the egg, uh, this mysterious egg, uh, then you can have your stuff back. Yeah. So he goes and he fights a rhino. <laughs> yeah, just pretty much a big furry rhino. And, uh, Baby Yoda uses its force powers, which is, uh, probably why he was a bounty target to begin with yeah and he lifts the rhino up a little bit and assumingly crushes its heart because uh the mandalorian kills it with a tiny little knife and there's no way that tiny little knife killed that rhino unless he hit it in its thermal exhaust port (laughs) uh and you
1: know as as he was going to go fight the rhino we were like it was we were always we were kind of commenting on how the cave it lived in. Oh no! It, it, uh, we have. We cannot. I guess we have to talk we about have the to cave. The, the cave looked like a butthole, and the closer uh, he
0: got, the more of a butthole it looked like.
1: Uh, the, this rhino lived in a butthole cave.
0: And it sure didn't help that there was mud everywhere yeah. outside the rhino cave.
1: <laughs> so the, the and then you know he you know after he kills the the rhino in the most uh, lazy. Yeah. In, 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 in the most unlikely way, uh, he goes to the the, the butthole cave
0: and, and receives. You know, go gr- and he grabs the furry egg mm-hmm. and he brings the egg back to the uh, to the Jawas and they crack it open and just start eating it like it's a pot of honey from Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, it was gross.
1: I, I can only imagine that it, it has some kind of uh, psychotropic properties. Oh, it's like uh,
0: uh, it's like spice or something.
1: Yeah, and. and you know later on when he leaves like
0: afterwards they're probably just blitzed out of their (laughs) mind and uh and that was basically uh episode two and i'm gonna give a recap of two and three together okay Uh, so let's just jump right into episode three and talk about what happened there yeah so he gets back to the uh to the planet that he started from to deliver the baby yoda and collect his reward and, you know, he does that. He goes to the Empire people yeah. and uh, <laughs> collects his reward, and they send him along his merry way with a nice big, you know, supply of, I guess, steel plates. And he, Yeah, uh, the,
1: the Mandalorian ingots. Uh, they really... I don't, I'm sure they named what they were called. He's in Mando, as far as I know. Yeah. No, I mean the little ingots that he Oh, gets. yeah. Uh, I don't know, I don't
0: remember what they're called, but I'm just calling them Mandalorian ingots. Yeah, and uh, so he gets those, he melts it down for some armor and some, uh, Whistling badge. And, you know, they put that into, and they're like, oh, be very, very careful with them, they're very, very rare. And, uh, of course he uses them to kill stormtroopers, because yeah. that is the biggest waste of a whistling bird if I've ever seen.
1: I, I like, the first, the first opportunity of, uh, you know, the first point where there's a a, a,
0: a, the first sign of trouble, he pretty much uses them. Like I've seen, Ewoks kill uh, Stormtroopers. There's no way he could, no reason for him to use these powerful a, not, weapons. Not just kill Storm, like kill them with rocks. Yeah, rocks on sticks. Yeah. So anyway, getting ahead of ourselves. Getting ahead of ourselves. He drops a baby off. He's like, hey, what are you gonna do with the baby? And Werner Herzog's like, what, do you, what does it care to you? He's like, all right. So he leaves, and then uh, he, you know. Goes back to Chubbs, um to Apollo Creed. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Hey, what are they gonna do with the baby? Ah, I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter to you. All right. So he goes, <laughs> to th- good, good enough for me. So he goes to take off. And he's like, Yeah, I like the baby. I I wanna keep the baby. So he goes back and he just, you know, murders all the stormtroopers. Of which there were never more than two on screen, yeah. oddly enough. I, I had a theory during the whole raid that um that Disney only bought two Stormtrooper <laughs> costumes for the show and they just had to keep on uh, like reusing it over and over and the funny time is the only time that there was more than two it really did look like they were using a split
1: screen it, it, it was really framed in a way that was conducive for split screening so I'm like
0: why, why couldn't they afford more I know it's Disney Like they they have billions of dollars they bought Star Wars <laughs> they didn't buy a Star Wars like you know uh, plushie or something, like they, they bought didn't, the franchise they, of they Star didn't,
1: Wars. They didn't, so, they didn't buy uh, the rights to to maybe use the Star Wars name in an episode or something. They own Star
0: Wars. Like, they had enough money to buy one of the biggest franchises in the world. Yeah. And then uh, buy Fox.
1: Yeah. Like, if they so wanted to, they can kick in the door of any dumb star wars fan and steal their armor and yeah. then use it for the movie
0: i mean it's legally allowed in their contract
1: like you know they uh you know they own you know, you know they they own the senate I, yeah. uh, we gotta bring this out now they own the senate they yeah. own the,
0: they the own galactic the... senate yeah um and so they get uh, he he takes the baby um and he's walking along the street, and they pretty much John Wick to him, where yeah. all the uh, the bounty hunters and the bounty hunter guild are like, "Hey, come on, you, yeah. don't do that. Uh, put the baby down." Leave the baby. Hey, you. The bimbo with the baby. (laughs) Ghostbusters 2 reference. Uh, Most quotable movie ever. Yeah, it's great. Um, So then he has, like, this big shootout with all of them. And then for absolutely no reason, his big Mandalorian brothers come out (laughs) to save the day.
1: It it was very uh, deus ex machina. And Mm. that that was kind of one of the things that we were discussing. We couldn't really find out why they were... uh, where they came from or how they even knew the the fight was going on to begin with.
0: Or why they decided to throw their hat into the ring also. So there was a lot of questions there. I'm sure there's probably some Reddit thread that has yeah. the answers, but um, as far like just these are just the impressions we got watching it. Yeah. And he goes out, he takes the baby on a ship, and he's like, all right, we're going to go fly out into, spa- <clears throat> into space, baby. And that's where it ended. Yeah. And uh, so uh, I'm just going to give my overall impression of the show. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say that I do agree with what I said last time, that this is pretty much the most okay show I think I've ever seen. Yeah. It's not bad by any stretch of imagination, but I really don't think it's great. Uh, I, I don't understand, I guess, maybe the, uh, the huge appeal to it that it had, because it really took the world by storm. Yeah. And I'm not getting that, but I am very, I can see... How it can get better so i'm assuming that as it goes on it's just going to get uh better and better so that's what i'm looking forward to
1: yeah uh i could kind of i do kind of see how it took the the world by storm uh i still think it's too early to really give an assessment of how it you know how it is how it's going to be for as a show yeah uh but i can kind of see uh why it was so popular like I know you and I are probably a bit jaded by now with all the Baby Yoda memes. Yeah. But I, I have a feeling that coming into this fresh and, you know, you know, say, you know, seeing the Baby Yoda fresh and, you know, seeing the Baby Yoda for the first time and, you know, having, you know... It would have spo- been a shock. <laughs> yeah, you know? it would have been a shock. It would have been a nice little surprise in the second episode where it uses its force power spoilers, are right? And, uh... You know, I... I, I you know, had it not been for pretty much you know, everything being spoiled for, not spoiled, but, you know, a lot of big reveals kind of been posted on the internet, I think it, it would have been a, a fresher experience.
0: It might have been a little bit uh, better, but I, I still can't get over the, you know, the fact that, like, episode two was basically just, like, a non-starter episode. Yeah. Just, okay, so we've introduced that there's a, a baby Yoda in here, now what are you gonna do with it? Well, let's have this guy bumble around a planet trying to get out for an episode. And then what? No, that's the episode. Yeah, it is pretty much a filler. Um, and it's weird, because that's episode two, it shouldn't be a filler yeah, at this should,
1: point. it should be getting into- like, episode two should
0: have been what episode three was. Yeah. Um, I will say the the few things that I, I can really praise about the show is, yeah. um, I think the music is great. Yeah, uh, the music is top notch. And, I think that goes on along with the theme that, uh, this seems to be um among other things, this also seems to be a, a Western uh, or have a, a western style to it the way his hand's always on his uh, you know his gun at his side you know, I, I
1: I didn't pick up on that, but now that you now that you mention it and you know looking at you know the scenery, listening you know listening to the you know the music, the music
0: uh, was definitely like- I, I was pointing out when we we're listening, but I was like, man This sounds like good and bad and ugly music yeah. that they were doing.
1: So uh, I can definitely see now uh, you know, especially even the bounty hunter yeah. aspect. Uh, yeah, I could definitely see a Western element to this
0: I think I, I read somewhere that the creator, you know, had a lot of different genres in mind with it but uh, one of them was definitely uh, Western and like it it clearly shows, like I said, once I heard that first uh, the first little bit of music that was like you know basically just whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, and I was like oh okay you know it yeah and you know after that I was watching it watching him put his uh, you know again like slowly reaching for his yeah. uh, his his, <laughs> his big iron by his hip kind of thing and. <laughs> I'm sorry, I knew I- Uh, I'm I'm glad that you didn't- uh, that you didn't. uh, I'm glad you waited till I uh, was finished drinking my drink to bring that out.
1: And um... Like, uh, that is- uh, I Wish we could explain why that's so funny.
0: Uh, let's just say that uh, there's a, a song that goes by that kind of you know, goes and has like the big iron on his hip like a Western song from the fifties yeah. and we just you know We it, misinterpreted it. It tickles it. us. It's a, yeah. it's a song that just tickles us um, So yeah, so that's a, those are the things I can really you know talk about that I do really like yeah. uh, in this show is a little Western you know flair to it that it does have though I kind of want to see C-3PO as you know, a... Uh, uh, let me just put it this way. I want to see c 3 pill in a little cowboy hat <laughs> and, you know, a six-shooter. I think that would almost be perfect. You can almost see that, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he wouldn't be very good. No, of course not. But, you know, he's just... He,
1: he's not wearing it for any kind of style or intimidation. He's doing it just to blend in. But it, it's kind of like how Marty McFly was trying <laughs> to blend in when he went back in time to, you know, 1885.
0: Yeah. I, I was actually thinking more he's full on he's got the cowboy hat he's got the sheriff's badge he's got a you know he's got a six shooter you know belt on him and everything oh, i'm, I, he, I, I'm I, here to keep law and order in this town thank uh, you very much okay I, I
1: thought he was just you know trying to blend in and just wearing a tiny little little uh, cowboy, cowboy hat that, that's too big you know too small for his big head well uh, his dumb head
0: uh I, i'm also going to go on a limb and say that uh, r2d2's got a cowboy hat because yeah. he's his deputy <laughs> Like Mandel-
1: R2, I'm the law around here, and don't you forget it.
0: Beep, 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 beep.
1: I, well, never.
0: I never I. <laughs> Uh
1: <laughs> One thing I do want to kind of bring into this, I know it's a little bit unrelated, but I do want to explain to everyone what uh, the term a log episode is, so we can bring that back in the future.
0: Okay. Uh, I do think that it's very important to talk yeah. about what a log episode is.
1: So, first off, whenever we refer to something as a log episode, that means it's a... Uh, inconsequential episode that really could have been cut out. It's just a filler episode.
0: Like yeah, it's definitely they create a a problem within the context of the episode of the show. It's solved almost immediately. Yeah, and the only thing it's doing is just dragging it out to meet like a twenty-two episode you know uh, schedule.
1: Yeah, it. it the, the yeah the content the problem and, and the con- the problem and the solution is wrapped up in the same episode and you never hear of it since
0: it's basically just a a one-off little like uh like okay well I'm about to go to my destination oh well I have this big you know stick in a way that I gotta yeah. wait for 45 minutes or however long a, a single episode goes and then I can go to my destination yeah now the origins of it <laughs> are kind of funny yeah. um, back in the uh, long time ago a couple I think it was a couple years ago when we yeah. first started watching it um, we were watching Prison Break and uh, first season I've mentioned before is phenomenal I, I a, recommend the first season a
1: very good season of television uh, wrought with anxiety if oh, yeah. <laughs> it is a edge of your seat show that m- gave me uh,
0: feelings of panic yes uh, it is a it, to me it is The best season of television I've ever seen. It's not my. It's not the best show ever, but to me, it's a standalone season. Season one is great. Um, So then we moved on to season two. And I like season two, although it is probably my least favorite of all of the episodes or seasons of Prison Break. And when um, they get to a certain point, like the first. Like big uh, story arc in there is wrapped up in like eight episodes, and then we get to the point where two of the characters are trying to cross a river, yeah. and one of the characters <laughs> gets trapped under a log, and that's basically the episode. Like,
1: yeah, they're, they're trying to get uh, this one character from out, out from under the log, as I guess for some reason uh, rivers have tides.
0: Yeah, and the river is rising. Yeah, something. Yeah, you know, and. Uh, and so it's like, oh, if we don't. If I don't get this log off here, you, you're gonna drown. Yeah. And the guy's like, ah, oh, come on, just leave the log on me. Just let me die. He's like, I don't want to leave the log on you. <laughs> so it's just basically trying to figure out how to move this log, and it just, it, there was no point for it. If you just yeah. cut that episode out, like if you just skip that episode entirely, there was really nothing that you miss in the series except uh, for just a guy moving a
1: log, <laughs> uh, and it, the the whole the whole episode revolving around this log was ridiculous to a point where like where the guy's just moaning about the log (laughs) Uh, either that or that's just kind of how we remember it
0: it, if we ever go back and watch the episode which I'm sure is just called the log episode (laughs) if we ever go back and watch the log episode I'm sure it's probably not as bad as we're making it but you know to us it's just like there is really good things going on in the seconds in all all the series uh, all the seasons of Prison Break there's always like a, a fun, neat, like, overarching, you know, theme. And sometimes you don't want to get bogged down by bullshit. Yeah. And that's what this was. This was bullshittiest of all the bullshit, where it's like, <laughs> it's basically like one character, you know, gets caught in a bear trap and <laughs> and has to be, and it has to wait around to be free. Even that would be more dignified. It was basically yeah. them just sitting down by the river and being like, well, let's just kind of, wait for yeah. an episode before we move <laughs> on.
1: And I don't know why, but to me, uh, I, I have a feeling I have a false memory, but to me the the river in question is that tiny little river in uh, Robin Hood met in tights when he's trying to cross the bridge. Like, it, 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 if I remember, it seemed like a very simple river to cross fairly narrow and shallow like there was a that, bridge on it that he could have just went across like, and somehow this dumbass just gets caught under a log also oh,
0: yeah how does that happen how do you just get caught under a
1: <laughs> log like you have to be trying <laughs> to get caught under a log in order to get caught under a log
0: like right now if i was to swim across a river and i got caught under a log i really think that's a natural selection yeah, you know, process like, going on
1: like the only way, the only way that the show could have had less dignity on that episode is if uh, the character Sucre, uh, you know, befriended a bunch of beavers to help
0: him <laughs> uh, help him move the log. See, I'm thinking that, uh, like, that episode was written by, like, a fairy tale. Like, and then the Grand Sucre tried to cross the river. That's them turning the page. Oh no, the evil troll sends a log at him. <laughs> And then the log catches the, the the good-natured sucre. Oh no. But the brave hero prince won't let the log beat sucre, so they call their beaver friends in <laughs> to des- <laughs> to destroy the log and weaken it enough for him to escape the log. The troll sees the log being yeah. weakened no. and <laughs> and raises the river to stop him from st- <laughs> from getting out. And then what happens? Uh free the log. (laughs) Yay! Now go to bed. My uh... How I would have done it was, I would have had him like, get out from the clutches of the log, and the log go on to be a recurring villain. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime there is a body of water. Like the log comes drifting down like, to the point where you almost feel that the log is sentient. It's oh, like it's Jaws. Like, yeah, it's like, hey, hey, the log's over there. The log's not going to get you. And then he looks back and he's caught again. He's like, oh, the log's got my shirt.
1: <laughs> like, they're they're walking down the road and
0: out from a, pot, a puddle in a pothole, he jumps <laughs> the log. Like, they're... Uh, like they're you know, they're they're going you know, they're going down, it's raining hard, and here comes a log going down the uh going down you know, going down the street. Yeah. And just as it's about to get Michael Schofield, like <laughs> poof, 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 like Lincoln's there shooting the log into pieces. <laughs> oh, I I imma- you saved me. I, I imagine
1: uh they defeat the log in the long run, but you know, he's not dead, he's just he he's just yeah, he comes back. Yeah, you know, he just drifts, you know, into the sunset uh by imagining the next season like they're they you know their backs are up against the wall and you know they you know they need some sensitive information and they don't really know what to do but they get a so- they get a source so they go to a uh, a parking garage and in the <laughs> shadows wearing a trench coat is a, is a, and a fedora is
0: the log <laughs> and uh, there's a like they start having an understanding with the log yeah. and the log you know even though they're not friends, yeah. the log does help them have a jam every now and again. But they don't trust them. Like, I still don't trust that log, man. It's a cigarette-smoking log. <laughs> uh, but at the very end, the final twist is um, their own trial to you know for all the things that happened. And the log testifies against them, thereby proving they could have never trusted the log. <laughs> but the log is all a ruse. <laughs> the log... ...wants them in the jail so they can help them break out and, you know, free another prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the log is working for the president all along. I knew it. The log, yeah, the log's at the top of the chain. Oh, yeah, actu- This is why we shouldn't have been able to write yeah. Prison Break.
1: <laughs> Actually, the log has dirt on the president, as blackmailing him.
0: <laughs> so the log is the the real, like, the top of the chain. Oh, yeah,
1: and he goes to jail, not be- you know, the log wants to go to jail because he- because he's protected there. <laughs> like There is no you know, no better way to get- be protected than uh, behind bars
0: and guarded. And, uh, but they know that they can't touch him when, once he's in there, so... Yeah. You know, he can live a life of pretty much luxury.
1: Yeah, and, and he becomes the leader of a gang. I
0: imagine he's wearing a bandana. Yeah, he's the, uh, you know, it's the log group, you know. Yeah. Um, Oh, there's other- there's other sentient pieces of wood in there, like Old Chief Woodenhead from Creepshow <laughs> 2, and... The, and, uh, the and, other log from Ren and Stimpy. And a plank. <laughs> oh, from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Oh, I forgot about Ed, Ed, and Ed, Eddie. Yes. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he leads this uh, this ragtag gang that, uh, that oh, they terrorize that prison yard. Oh, man.
1: The amount of, sp- of, sp- of paddlings. And splinters that yeah. these people get. And, uh, and, and, you know, Schofield has to break into the
0: prison to break out with the log. And he has to break out the whole log gang. But at the same time, he's working on a double cross to, you know, put the log gang, you know, expose the dirt that the log gang have, remove their power, and, you know, defeat them once and for all.
1: But it's extra difficult because how do you break someone out who does not want to be broken out? Ooh. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Like, so, so yeah, we should uh, we should we should start writing this season down. Uh, this is season <laughs> six of Prison
1: Break. <laughs> so I like a lot of what you guys have here. You capture uh, the characters very well. Uh, you have such a
0: interesting plot. There is a specific <laughs> character I have an issue with, though. Uh, in fact, everything tied to this character I don't like. Um, this log we have to have it Wait, be you mean,
1: a, you mean Sucre? We can cut Sucre. Yeah, no, no,
0: it. not Sucre, I mean the log.
1: Oh, you mean teabag? bag
0: No, no, the actual log, the guy they're trying to break out of the prison. But- But he's he's the he, main he's part amazing. of them. Like, yeah. Uh, can we have somebody else, like maybe, uh you know, maybe Poseidon from season five, maybe he can come, you know, that'll be the guy they're trying to break out. Or yep. maybe a classic villain that we've seen before. Oh, no. we've seen the log before.
1: <laughs> like, he, he nearly took out one of the main
0: characters. Uh, listen, guys, I, <laughs> like, uh, I don't, I, I don't uh, know why, uh, I don't know how to explain this to you any uh-huh. better, but a sentient piece of wood mm-hmm. does not make for a good villain. Has I, it ever been done?
1: Look, I'm going to tell you, when I saw the log episode, and that was all you did with such a diverse and magnificent character that he was only in one episode,
0: I thought it was a tragedy. I thought we should bring this guy back. Listen, I've seen every single season, every single episode of this show, uh, most of them more than once, and mm. I have not forgotten that log. That's how much of an impact he had. And that by now, this guy's rubbing his chin. Huh. Mm. Huh. I I'm never going, thought of it like that. I'm gonna have to... i gonna have to speak with the higher-ups on this one, fellas. You- Goes into the door. Or goes through a door, and it's just a log. <laughs> they oh. want to ruin your character.
1: Yeah, it's either there, he goes into a room, and you just hear.
0: <laughs> 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 like I, I would <laughs> listen. <laughs> At this point, like, you know, to me, the, the show Prison Break, you know, it, it went, it did, yeah. it, it told its story, it wrapped up yeah. nicely, and then it got brought back for a fifth season, and, you know, it told another little story, and I enjoyed it very much. Where else could they go but with sentient pieces of wood? Well,
1: it, it also, it kind of begs the question, not begs the question, but, like, if you have explored uh, pretty much every direction that, that can, you know, Rightfully or feasibly be explored with a, with a, all your characters yeah. and all your plots. Why not go for for a farce? Yeah, why, why not Why why not go
0: for something funny? Yeah, go 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 to uh, like have a little bit of this this self awareness kind of thing. Like, yeah. if season six of Prison Break like right now, if if they announce all right, there's gonna be a season six of Prison Break. Yeah, I would be happy for it, but at the same time, I'd be like, you know, I like. Yeah, If it's not great, why do they keep on dragging it back, you know, up and, like, pretty much, uh, yeah. revisiting it? Like, it was, the first four seasons when it ended, it was fine. It was good. You know, yeah. I enjoyed the way it ended. They brought back another season, and it was fine. I enjoyed the way they did that. But, like, at this point, yeah, like, if they had that kind of self-awareness where they decided, you know what? We're gonna make this almost a parody season, yeah. But we're gonna play it completely straight-laced, as if this log is really an important character and really, like, if they really go all out with everyone playing it straight, you know, but knowing that it's uh, that it is silly, kind of, uh, kind of how they did it with Airplane. Yeah, you know, it would actually be. It would be such a, a to me, a, a, a wonderful breath of fresh air.
1: It, it would breathe new life into the show, it would breathe new life into the characters. Uh, I have a feeling like the, the actors would get a kick out of doing something different with these characters. Yeah. Uh, after playing them for so long, I, I think you know, if if you've explored every avenue you can with a show and, and its characters, why not just go for
0: for uh, a, a parody? it's uh kind of it's kind of interesting because um, even though I, I like the show supernatural I think it's yeah. okay um, they I do appreciate that they do things like that every now and again you know they'll have a you know kind of a uh, almost a joke episode where they're trapped in a TV you know and okay. or they had an episode where they're on the you know on the in the cast of Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, I did see that. And you know, it's like okay, I do enjoy that appreciate that they can do that every now and again have this uh, this this level of um kind of self-awareness that they're you know just having fun sometimes. But if you did a log season of prison break where they're and especially if if not only do you play it straight laced the entire time that this log is like is this like Guy at the top of the chain in prison that they're trying to break out But doesn't yeah. want to be broken out But also if you put as much effort into the cleverness and the intrigue that they do with the show originally Man that would be that would be a a treat I think it would it have to be a one-off and yeah. it would clearly be the last season but it would be a great send off to something uh, fun would it be the last season can like can I, you come back from that though uh
1: i don't know like if if you're going to if you start with a farce season like like w- one of the hardest things to do you know one of the e- uh, like when you open up the avenues of lud- you know ludicrousness like you're not bound by reality.
0: Well, that's true, but I feel that uh, once you open it up a little bit and you say, alright, now what can we do? Then you fall in the danger of trying to top what you've already done. that's true. And it does kind of lose some of its luster. So, I would definitely have it be the last season and it just be over the top. uh, Not even over the top, just the same level of writing and attention they paid to it, but just with a few very, very silly elements to it to the point where, as you were saying, that is definitely farcical and i i imagine
1: there are there is so much we could do with that log episode oh, the, the, uh, the a log, log season
0: and we're back that was just my alarm going off we had a, yeah we had a little bit of an interruption but uh, bottom line don't do drugs yeah um <laughs> i forget where we at with log episode yeah like there there's they're, nothing
1: we really can't do with a log episode like a, a not, log not, season, a season. Like I, I imagine he, the the logs not really shown as much, but whenever it is like everyone's terrified of it because oh, yeah.
0: he he's such a looming menace. Build you know build it build this character into something so almost untouchable, but yeah. at the same time, it would almost be Al Capone walking into the prison, but yeah. not just Al Capone. Imagine Al Capone if he was also the Pope, you like, know Al Capope. Uh,
1: like not just Al Capone and the Pope but like he's Al Capone the Pope and the Hulk Yeah, like like, you know he's gonna beat the like he is highly revered but he's also gonna beat the ever living shit out of you
0: if you so much as look at him the wrong way
1: like I I imagine uh, there's a scene where uh, someone's in holding and he's just waiting to get you know you know know, work through you know all the uh you know, I's dotted and the T is crossed yeah. in the, you know, when he's, you know, being processed. And then the door opens and it's the log. <laughs> and he, no, no! And, uh, you know, it just closes, the door closes and, uh, you know, it, he, you know, behind them with the two in the room. And the next time you see him, he's like being wheeled off in a gurney. <laughs> <laughs> and uh- uh, he, he's beaten up off screen, but. You know it was a it, log that you know, You
0: know it was exceedingly brutal, too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I want him to be almost cloaked in shadows a lot, you know. <laughs> I I want him to be, you know, very, very powerful performance. And <laughs> it's almost so silly, but at the same time, you put all this, you know, time and effort and you try to make it as clever as possible but at the same time as intense as possible without breaking face that this is a log that we're talking about (laughs) sucre sees him like no no not the log again Uh, i i have a feeling
1: that it would it would almost have the antithesis of what we had you know what we intend where, where people will be, uh, would take it seriously after a while. Like, after the initial
0: shock that- Yeah, this is, oh, is silly. Oh, a fucking log. What? Oh, they're just going straight up silly with this. Yeah,
1: and then, like, if it's done straight-faced enough, like, you know, eventually people will be on board.
0: they come back around full circle to the fact that people almost forget that it's a parody and gets yeah. swept up in the show itself.
1: But every once in a while, like, like something will happen and they- they kind of realize what- Oh wait, this is a log. <laughs> this is a log that there everyone's talking
0: about. Yeah, then, uh, and somehow, uh, it gets nominated. Log gets nominated for best supporting actor <laughs> in a television role.
1: Like he goes up on stage, and like, uh,
0: I imagine he's sitting in the chair waiting. You know, he's sitting in the seat, and he's got a tuxedo yeah. and everything. They're they're reading off all the names. Like, all right, it's uh, Alan Alda from, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, from uh, Story Time. It's uh, the guy from, uh, I don't know, Black Mirror, and. Log from prison break and you know even though the log's not moving obviously because yeah. it's a log people just you just assume that it's a dignified pose he's, yeah. <laughs> he's that that they're casting
1: and uh you know they call the log and he you know you don't really see him go up on stage but it, it uh, you know he eventually gets up there and then Billy Crystal gives him the Emmy and uh
0: <laughs> it's like you know and the winner is the log and it just cuts to him and everyone's clapping around everyone's standing and <laughs> clapping but he's not you know you don't see him move at all and then like you know when it when Billy Crystal hands you know you see him walk over with the award statue yeah. and he's already there behind the podium and no that that's it that's Yeah <laughs> that's it. Yeah uh, he like, doesn't make a sound because he's just a log.
1: like, like uh, He he stands behind the microphone and it's quiet for a little a little while, because everyone's expecting some kind of award speech, and it's just silence until the, until like the squirrel that's in
0: the the knot hole comes out and chirps into the mic. Oh, I was thinking more. It's silence for a while, and then the music swells, and then after you know they you know, the log goes back to its seat, and after that, um, all the uh, news outlets are reporting on it. <laughs> the log took thirty seconds of silence at the Emmy speech to protest the wars <laughs> abroad. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it becomes a huge political. <laughs> Platform and it does eventually launch into uh, log for senator. <laughs> like they can dust off some of the old the old uh, catchphrases like tip a canoe, and uh, and and log too.
1: or <laughs> well, uh, Hmm. What would be a good, uh, good catchphrase to, to vote to make you want to vote for a
0: log? Uh, let's see. I would, yeah. <laughs> well, you took the one I was gonna do. Oh, is that what it was? That was one of them I was thinking of. Um, let's see another one. Uh, you know, not okay. I don't have any... <laughs>
1: but uh, you know, eventually, uh, it, it eventually, he's a very popular senator. Uh, it, you know, gets some. You know get some laws passed yeah. that, and uh, you know eventually goes for president
0: and uh, we're, we're missing a whole section of his life at, or its life at senator um, when it gets up and does the longest recorded filibuster <laughs> ever recorded on the floor of the senate uh, 23 years uh, no that's too long well. <laughs> uh, 24 days
1: 24 straight days uh, and it turned out that it, it was a piece of bark flapping under a vent <laughs> that it was just making a, uh, a and, like, once
0: they moved it a little bit they you know but because of that it got a lot of a lot of a lot of accomplished yeah. in that time <laughs> and then it becomes president log for president
1: but uh before uh, before uh, you know he can take his
0: uh, inauguration a shot rings out, mm-hmm. R- rings out. Uh, I was thinking something different, I was thinking that it catches pneumonia, <laughs> and dies <laughs> within the first couple he weeks. He gets Dutch elm disease. Yeah. <laughs> and it, you know, it puts a, uh, it puts an early, you know, an early rest to this presidency. Like he, uh, he, he gets he, buried in a canoe made from himself, he, uh, or a coffin, not a canoe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is he, in a pyre? <laughs> yes but uh like before all of that I imagine uh you know he he finds out you know from his uh doctor his wood doctor that uh you know he gets A Dutch elm <laughs> his botanist that he gets Dutch elm disease and uh you know he you know he uh you, uh, resigns the the seat of the president uh, to the vice president uh, fence post, <laughs> and uh, you know lives out his remaining days in his uh, villa
0: in in in, uh, in Italy. Oh, see, I was I was thinking that uh, there's when he announces his run for presidency, there's immediate uh, backlash from some pundits. They're like, there. The, the Constitution forbids this. The Constitution says he has to be over... Thirty-five years of age. This thing uh, came from a tree that was ninety years old. There's no upper <laughs> limit on uh, on that, so that's Zach. fine. Has to be a a it has to be living, and the log uh, came from a living uh, thing, which is a tree, so that's okay. Uh, residency of this country. It was born here. Uh, it grew from a sapling here. Uh, it raised up into a mighty tree here, uh, and then it became a uh, log. Uh, that, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Jeff Goldblum is the defensive t- uh, I, th- I,
1: I I imagine that there's, like, a, a kind of a birther movement where where they find out he's actually, like, 350 years old and was born here before it was actually the United States of America.
0: <laughs> and it, tries, it becomes a... Uh... It,
1: it becomes a big legal deal because there, there's no precedence for this, like... You know, cuz people are expected to die eventually yeah. <laughs> so they they don't know like yeah he's born in this country but it wasn't quite the country yet so where do his loyalties stand <laughs> a- a- and there's this big thing where they're counting rings <laughs> it's
0: like log versus uh <laughs> log versus the state of uh texas illinois <laughs> illinois <laughs> and you know and eventually it's a uh you know it it gets past a Five to four victory in the Supreme Court,
1: like, uh, and his inauguration is also a, uh, you know, his declaration of citizenship. Here is a citizenship, like uh, in
0: uh, like in the end of Johnny Five uh, or <laughs> Circuit uh, or Mac and Me. <laughs> well, you're. I don't know which one was a stupider reference.
1: I think they're both pretty bad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, yes, that is. <laughs> That if that doesn't happen, if we make our log season a prison break, <laughs> if all that doesn't happen exactly the way we laid it out,
1: yeah. I don't, I just don't know what to say. And uh, yeah, once he does finally pass, the uh, movies get made about him. Yeah, well, it, movies. Uh, who, who he's uh, he's played by Keanu Reeves? No, he's played by Daniel Day Lewis.
0: Oh, so versatile he is. But who's a wooden actor? Um, Hayden Christensen.
1: Yeah, he's played by Hayden Christensen.
0: Although I can't really blame his acting. That was more George Lucas's fault. He's played by uh he's played by a <laughs> uh, I would say another another up and coming log actor. <laughs> uh hmm... Let's see. He is played
1: by Oh, what's his name? Oh, it's going to okay. bother me. Uh, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Like you know, if there's I, ever a man
0: that is a log. Yeah, it's a, it is a a very dignified portrayal. It, yeah. You know, it's it's very good. It, you know, it wins him an Oscar nod. Uh not a win, but an Oscar nod.
1: Yeah, he he he's nominated at least for for uh best actor, but you know, is uh you know, unfortunately loses to Sister Act 3, uh Sister Act uh Goes in the camp. <laughs> I was gonna say, Sister Act, uh, yeah, does
0: Iceland. Oh. <laughs> when Iceland calls. Yeah, when Iceland calls. Um, so yeah, then, uh, and then, they make a parody movie about the life of Log after many years have passed, because, you know, comedy is nothing but tragedy plus yeah. time. Yeah, So they make, uh, a parody of this Log where he's, you know, or where it's walking around, farting all the time, <laughs> and, uh, and I don't know, like, running, uh, like, shooting, home runs in the the, the National League Baseball yeah, and just everything with termites Yeah, and it, and it comes around completely full circle. It started as a parody became a President a legacy and then came back to a parody. Yeah, and it's and a circle of logs. The log is played by Jim Varney <laughs> Jim Varnish <laughs> So yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed that exceedingly <laughs> well-documented I- Yeah, 40 minutes. Of just uh, log talking. Yeah. (laughs) I gotta tell you, there's probably some lumberjacks in our audience sitting there like, You know what? That sounds fucking awesome.
1: I will watch an entire series about a dignified American log.
0: Real logs of genius. Yeah, people remember that, I think. (laughs) Log that ran for president <laughs> Tonight we salute you, Mr. Log that ran from president. You were born before the country existed <laughs> yeah um yeah so uh, uh I, I I guess I'm just speechless at this point yeah like where where do you go from there like log in space <laughs> Logins in <and> Messina <laughs> I got so many log puns. Well, I guess- Kenny Loggins? Uh, yeah, that was the Loggins from Loggins and Messina. Oh. But, you know, I like yours better. Kenny Loggins. Uh-huh. Uh- <laughs> and, uh. Kenny Loggers. <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, I'm done. <laughs> that's, my la- that's it. I'm leaving. I'm taking my things off. I'm just walking in. Don't leave yeah. them on. I was just shutting a door. I wasn't shooting yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, myself. Mark? 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 You turn me over and I'm the log. (gasps) How did he do that?
1: Now Britain can sit on the couch. No, you cannot. There's just a big log on the couch
0: all the time now. Hey, (laughs) that's a hell of a thing to say. (laughs) There's a big log that takes up space. You said you were the log. I know. It was a magic trick. (laughs) 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 Oh. And I
1: was just. Big fucking log that just hogs up the couch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking log. I hate this fucking
0: log. It sits on the couch and farts. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, I am telling you, that sap is unnatural. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So. So, Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, episode 2 and 3. I think it's okay. I know that we're jumping into it not from a fresh perspective um but even so i think that uh it is very much just all right
1: yeah i'm uh i i think it's good so far i'm curious what they're gonna do with it uh i've heard good things and you know i'm hoping that they the show lives up to you know the expectations
0: and the hype and uh we're gonna keep on keep on plugging away with this so uh uh, expect some more episodes of The Mandalorian as uh, we go along, and expect more of the log. I hope the log comes back. <laughs> like, People will turn it off once the log comes back.
1: Like if, if if we haven't explained what a log episode is in this podcast, I don't think anyone's gonna like
0: that. That yeah, that, you're not gonna get it if yeah. you don't get it now. But anyway, uh, take it easy. A uh, toodaloo. That'll to hold a little logs.